posted on Facebook. Oh, it's code. That's oh. 100% code. Because I thought that was like one of the reasons you weren't sure if we could do this in person. I mean, I think it was. I didn't even know that we were supposed to sell anything that night or tonight honestly, until she told me that night. Honestly, it makes me feel better that I remember that and you don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember the conversation, but then as soon as you brought it up, like I re-remembered it. You're welcome. <laughs> um, how's everyone doing tonight? I'm good. I had some Chipotle for dinner. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Cody, this is a podcast. I realized what I was doing and started speaking words, okay? It's been a few weeks. He's rusty. At, um, at work, because I'm like the odd man out in our every morning like roundup meetings, I'm usually just on mute so I can do whatever I want. And then most of the time I just like thumbs up or hand signal things unless they ask me a question directly. So um, that's how I deal with most of my meetings, even when yeah. I'm not the odd man out. So <laughs> um, I decided to go to somebody people for dinner tonight since we decided not to do this in person. So I met up with a my business partner who's also named Emily for dinner. So Ooh. Emily and Emily. Emily and saving Emily. Saving and saving. Uh, yeah, all wins. Shout out to somebody people. If you have not tried their most recent menu, I highly recommend it. Um, except for what? Sounds good. Uh, somebody people. What is it? It's a restaurant. It's on vegan. South um, Tyler because they're vegetables in the restaurant. He only I got, a, I got a restaurant. Like all they have. In them. I mean, it's not all they have. Oh, it's majority of what they have. <laughs> oh, by the way, welcome to the Cold Personalities <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Just totally realized I forgot to say that earlier, but hey, welcome. <laughs> I think we forgot we were recording. I was making conversation so you could finish eating. Well, so. that is unsuccessful. I still have several bites left. Well, we can figure it out. Um, no, I, I'm in a rush tonight because... I had to sit on our annual HOA meeting uh, at, from six to seven. And I don't know what it is about HOA meetings, man, but God, they put me in the worst mood ever. Like I hate, I hate sitting on our HOA meetings. Did they make you president? They did. I'm now head honcho of the uh, Eudora Commons HOA. Yes. Cheers. 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 To authoritarian rule. Long may you reign. I don't miss. This is what happens when you don't care about democracy, people. People get established as president and they stay as president for a very long time. Well, I'm happy. Let that be a lesson to you. Vote early, vote often. So or just don't have happens. an HOA. That's that's the <laughs> that that would also help. Yes, but then you get that weird house that is next to you with the seven cars in the lawn, painted so, pink with bright blue shutters. So I could complain to you that they started blowing leaves this morning at six thirty. Like they came to do it that early. Yeah, that'd be a perfect complaint for your HOA. Actually, that could be even a complaint to the city because they have noise ordinances. Until eight? Seven or eight, depends seven on the or eight, yeah. I think it's it's seven or eight. It's definitely later than six thirty. <laughs> yeah. It was brutal this morning. I mean, I'm happy about it, but it was not fun. Fair. What are we all drinking tonight? <laughs> Um, I'm drinking the only bottle apparently that we didn't drink on Sunday or the, the only one that was still left. Um, I'm having a Pinot Noir. I've got a... Oten. A what? It's called Oten. Oh. It's from Italy. I've got a uh, Lone Tree Brewing Company double IPA in, in the slot now. And then I've got a Bonfire Vanilla Porter up next or the beer sat slow pour pilsner Ooh, it's like the best pilsner i've ever had mm -hmm. even even better than the one that was named after me oh how oh, dare wow. you i am drinking there are four lights belgian golden strong ale from six and 40 brewing company who did a collaboration with a very famous podcast called uh, pop culture brews um, and it is very delightful. If I do say it's aged in Cabernon or sorry, 
Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. And um, it's just absolutely fantastic. I have a crowler of the other barrel uh, aged golden strong that they gave us, which was in a whiskey barrel that I will share with people on Sunday Ooh. for Broncos good. or whenever the, whenever the Broncos play the Chiefs. That's on that Sunday night. Is that Sunday night football? Yeah. Oh, party time. So. Fun. Yeah. Can we get that beer if we go there? You, you can. Yes. If you head to six and 40 brewing company up in uh, the golden area off of highway six, where yeah. The where Highway Six and Highway Forty intersect, i.e., Sixth Avenue and Colfax. I don't get it. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> I'll explain it to you when you're older. Okay. Um, you can pick up a case of these fine, fine bottles, or you can have the uh, whis the whiskey one on tap until it runs out, which apparently is soon. So get up there, people. All right, field trip. Field trip. Lake field trip. Um, how's everybody? How's everybody's doing? How are you guys feeling after the week? Week, week, uh, what is this? 12? Yeah, week 12. No, bad. That's <laughs> right. Sorry, I'm talking to two losers. I mean, <laughs> at least I broke 100 points. It's true. Listen, you lost to points and spots. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I was, I was hopeful, and then it all went downhill from there. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to my bye week next week. <laughs> I mean, I'm just focusing on the Bronco victory. For those who actually are curious, Cody does not have a bye week. He's playing a team, a, a bye week in the shape of a team known as Henry Fitz Redcoats. But um, yeah, sh shall we get into some power rankings? We shall. Let's do it. Number Cody, 12. Do you, have, do you have chips at the ready? Yeah, please. Please eat chips during this. Perfect. Awesome. 12. <laughs> 12. Cool. Constantinople Crusaders in the same spot as the week before with a record of 5 and 7. They play the good team next week and is a and they are a 34-point underdog. <laughs> He's dead. As of writing this, the matchup with DGGD could really go either way, but with the announcement that Chris Carson is heading back to the IR, does it really matter? I say no, it does not. Especially since Tim said, bye Felicia, to the entire group on Monday morning after the announcement, after the news came out. It all but confirms, Tim, don't give no fucks. Although I will ironically say he has not been eliminated from the playoffs yet. Really? Yep. Who... Who did he have sex with to stay in the playoffs? Contention. Uh, you know, he went he went on a tear of five and zero at the beginning of the season before he lost his entire team to injury. So he's been riding that five game win streak since the beginning of the season. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for him. He's he doesn't have anybody left. It's not gonna be tough for much longer. There's only two weeks left of the season. Yeah, like ripping off band aid. <laughs> Nice a, two week, a two week long process of ripping off a band-aid. Well, hey. <laughs> Cody doesn't like ripping off band-aids. <laughs> you keep them on it to the heels, okay? <laughs> it's amazing. Emily, please fill in while I take a bite of food. Okay. Um, I still am dying to know what the shorts look like. He has not shared this with us. Has he shared it with anyone privately so we can talk about it publicly? No? All right, Tim, if you're still with us, maybe if you share what your shorts look like. Which is not. Just saying. How is he feels for ad-libbing while you're eating? Thank you. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> I bet he feels pretty silly for not accepting my Christian McCaffrey trades earlier in the season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Goes to show. Any trade is a good trade, depending on the situation. I will say, speaking of trades... For those that are still listening at this point, this is the final week to make trades in the league. You must have your trades traded and finalized by December 3rd in order to have them processed. All right. Trade now or forever hold your peace. That's what they say. Trade now or forever hold your players. Do I want to trade with you? Yeah. 
who do you have to trade? We can we can barter offline. <laughs> I don't I don't actually know if I really want any of your players. <laughs> Fair. Mo <laughs> moving on to number eleven. 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 The Denver Goo Goo Doll does not move from the week before with a record of three and nine. She plays 100% that bitch this week and is actually a 6.2 point favorite. Yeah, everyone's on bye week. <laughs> winning streak. Winning streak. Let's start this, baby. Well, that last pod was entertaining, wasn't it? I especially like the part where we learned the Goo Goo Dolls have 13 albums even though all of America can only remember one song of theirs. <laughs> and Mr. Resnick thinks he somehow has made it. Give me a break. It's almost as interesting as this team's win against Tim, in that it's not very interesting at all. I will say one thing for sure. Brittany becomes the first team in the league to see an E for elimination appear next to their name. It is sad to not get to see this girl named Goo in the postseason, for the first time in her existence in the league. A post-mortem is coming for this team, but that will have to wait till next week. Wow, you really giveth and taketh, huh, Tyler? That's what they say. That's what they say about me. I'm a giver and a taker. I, I hope, I mean, I know she's playing me this week, so I can't actually hope this, but I really do hope that she has a little bit more upward momentum to finish out the season, you know? She just cares so much now. It's I know. Just, it's, it's amazing. It's so fun to watch football with her now. And um, she learned what a tight end was. If, if anything, she won the season because she became the new biggest fan of the professional football league. Mm -hmm. I mean, she loves so many teams. She has four on her favorite list. Am I, am I right? She's a top four. It may be more. And it's ever-growing. I mean, again, we've come from a place where she wanted to quit the league. Yep. Till she now has almost too many teams to be paying attention to. And at some point, she's going to have to try to figure and wrestle with how to become a Buffalo Bill, no, not a Buffalo Bill, a New York Jets fan. Oh. And that that would be really hard. So does she, I don't know if she's ever going to get to that point. Not even I can do that. <laughs> does, she, does she hate herself or society does she just hate everything because that's the only reason why i think being a jets fan might work out in her favor. <laughs> I mean, those are really actually she does questions. those mm. are really important questions to which i depending on the moment i would say yes yes <laughs> I mean, she might really actually identify very well with jets fans i i also feel for her that she has hit her love of football at this point in the football season because i feel like it's going to start to get messy. Like she's yeah. going to have to really start to divide and conquer. And I don't gonna, know how she's going to go she's for She's going to learn what, what it's like to have four favorite teams as the playoffs start. I know. So and they are either not in them at all, or some of them are in there. In I mean, point. aren't like three of her, well, are the Titans on track to make it? I think it depends on the week. <laughs> There's potential <laughs> that none of her teams will be in this. Uh, the Titans, I think, have a injury list that's bigger than their active roster right now. And their starting lineup, yeah. I mean I can only I can only remember so it's the Titans, the Broncos, the Panthers. No, it goes it goes Broncos. I know I know I wasn't saying it in order. But oh sorry. you weren't saying it in order. No. So Broncos number one. Yeah. Panthers number two? Probably yeah. Titans number three. Mm -hmm. Who is four? Like Oh, Lord. There are too many texts for me to go back and actually figure it out. I'm just going to assume it's the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I, hold, please. I'll figure it out. I just I just am happy that we now get to hang out on Sundays and that she understands that Sunday is for football. Is a sacred day. Okay, wait. Hold on. Oh, that's right. We always forget about this because we always forget this about her. You're going to kick yourself. Oh, you. Tampa Bay. That's right. Tampa Bay. That's right. I remember yeah. that now. She was a big Lightnings fan too during the yeah. hockey. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell if it's a good thing that we don't remember this about her or a bad thing. <laughs> I usually don't think of Tampa Bay in any for any particular reason. Exactly. So. Why would you? I like the Goo Goo Dolls and, and music. Um, we had so much fun last week though. I hope we get to do another takeover. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I invite anybody in the league if they want to do a podcast takeover to take the reins and, and go with it. There. Should we talk about number 10? 10. 10. Henry Fifth's Redcoats. He stays in the same spot as the week before with a record of four and eight. He plays EBDBBNB this week and is a 16.7 point underdog. I'm going to be nice and say this team has not officially been eliminated from the playoffs, but I must stress the official part with a 2% chance. Uh, if Leonardo Fornetto didn't go full Super Mario Brother on the Colts, Henry Fifth would be even more in a worse position if that was if that is even possible. Fournette scored 40 points, which is more than all of his other starters have scored combined, realizing as uh, as of writing this that his starting quarterback, Taylor Heineke, has not yet played against Seattle, but he only scored like 10 points at total this week anyway. Mahomes will be back next week from bye, and rumor has it, so will DeAndre Hopkins, but it seems to be all for naught for at least all for all for only 2% playoff chance. Only thing Henry Fifth has left to play for is to fuck shit up in his division standings, which is entirely possible and could be fun to watch from the outside. Speaking of someone that's playing Henry Fifth, do you want to see some shit get fucked? I'm, uh, I'm going to do that to him. <laughs> you going to fuck his shit? I mean, I didn't want to say that loud, but yeah. <laughs> I think this is kind of the perfect situation. He's going to be like a little bit Guy Fox about this, huh? Like it's just going to be total, total chaos. What? Um, yeah, sorry. I'm trying to look at the ESPN stuff and it's playing an ad before I can look at our matchup. There we go. You need to get something called ad blocker. Well, it, it ended up, it ended up blocking the ad. Okay. <laughs> I mean, right now I don't have a defense or special teams, and I still have a significant favor over him. <laughs> well, they, I think you were also in a significantly favorable position last week and had that work out for you. Yeah, well, I still at least I scored ninety some points. The two losses before that are like ninety points combined. So <laughs> fair, fair. All right, should we talk about number nine? That's it. That's all that Andy gets. That's all. I mean, he's 10th. Like, what more is there to say? He has like a not a not impossible 0% chance of making the playoffs, but it's pretty far-fetched that he'll even show his face on this pod or in the playoffs. I would the season. I would have more to say about him if he showed up in the pod. Ooh. All right. But Call right now, it's just another bye week. So I'm out, Cody. Silence he's gonna be four and nine. I'm gonna be six or seven and six. It's gonna be great. All right. As we move on to number nine, I should note that this beer is 11% alcohol. So hey, the top five of these might get a little sloppy. Good. Prepare yourselves. All right, number nine. 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 Battalion Giga Chad. Down seven spots from the week before with a record of five and seven. She gets to play footy salute this week and is a 34-point underdog. There's potential that this team will be on the lookout for a new quarterback this week as Hertz came up lame in his matchup <laughs> with the Giants, not only throwing three interceptions, but actually physically getting injured in the game. Waddle is a bright spot on this roster and continues to shine as much as a hot night in Miami. And with Connor and Hill returning from bye this week, things should only look up for this team that really needs to win out in order to make a last-ditch playoff push. Her enemies, i.e. the teams that she needs to look out for, the good team, EBDBBNB, ADHADH, and the two teams sitting above her in the division. Her friend? Well, besides the Chad, it's DGGD who needs to pull an upset in one of her final two matches to help Faith reach the postseason like she has in the last couple of years. But you know what they say about this. You know, but you know what they say. The sun never sets in Iceland, except for when it does. Then it goes dark for a very long time. Just likes face chances in making the playoffs. Hang in there, girl. Well, she finally got caught up on the pod. So maybe, maybe now that she's caught up, she'll she'll listen to the advice that's given. Last week, I don't know if the advice would have been that helpful, except um, I thought this was going to be a lot closer than it ended up being. 
she had she had James Conner out. She mm-hmm. had um, CeeDee Lamb, who was out <clears throat> as well. And then Tyreek Hill was out. So, yeah. like, three of her starters were gone. And I, I think that's probably why, at the end of the day, it just didn't go her way. Yeah, I mean, she had, like, five players that collectively did not score over 15 points. So, yeah. you know. But I put her this low because she's not in the playoffs, and it's – we're, we're two weeks away from it, everything being over. And like, you don't get to hang out in the top five if you're not in the playoffs, Faith. I'm sorry. We got we to gotta bring you down. We got to bring you down to where you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think there was a little bit of a lady crush that was occurring last week in, in the power rankings. And, uh, you know, things needed to be adjusting adjusted accordingly. How I dare mean- you accuse Emily and Brittany of such things? She was on an upward trajectory. Things were things were really looking sure. good for her. She wasn't riding a rocket ship. <clears throat> she also has a record of five and seven, so it's hard to say that that's an upward trajectory. <laughs> Aren't you all glad the boys are back? <laughs> Listen, if you're on an airplane and they said, we only have five Sevens. of the seven amount of fuel that we have, you would be concerned, right? Yes, and I've flown airplanes before, so I would push them out of the way, and I would commandeer the vehicle, and I feel like I would be able to land it safely. With no fuel? Yeah, why not? Yeah. You don't think I could, Cody? Come on. I think that you could. You're a badass bitch. Yeah. HDIC. I mean, I grew up near the Hudson River. I feel like I could do a a, a sully. A water landing. Yeah. Unless it's like the Platte, then good luck. Oh, yeah, it's not going to happen there. (laughs) (laughs) Aim for Chatfield. Yeah, and hope for the best. Or Cherry Creek Reservoir. Those are your two options. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can do it. Like, what size plane did you fly? Well, again, we didn't specify, but I I think... Oh, what size did I fly? A Cessna. I did not fly a a commercial airplane. No, okay. Yeah. Just making sure. That would be highly illegal. Right. For me to Just fly making sure we're on the same page. A commercial okay. jet. <laughs> and I think maybe does it count if I was like a kid and they let me in the cockpit and I got to like steer it at one point? You so, got to hold on to the the yoke while they were steering it. Yeah, I mean, I used to be. Uh, I used to fly a lot as an unaccompanied minor. So I was gonna say, remember the days that flying was fun? Yeah, like, I used to like. Wing wings and cookies and you could yeah. kick the back of someone's seat and they would just look at you and say, Oh, look how cute that kid is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those were the days. Actually, the seats were so far apart back then you couldn't even kick the seat in front of you. That was right. Those were the glory days. I you mean smoke on planes. We didn't all have our own personal TVs either, so you just had to like sit there. Yep. Or you had like the wonky like four inch TV. Mm-hmm. to watch something on that was built into the headset. And when you went to push the volume, you were banging on the head, the headrest in front of you. Yep. <laughs> if you're Andrew, you're helping launch the plane by running it down the runway like the Wright brothers. Yeah, exactly. Or I mean, he's still yeah. trying to conceive the idea that a big vessel could float through the sky. Wait, it's heavier than the air? But it flies through the air? Caveman, caveman Andrew, no understand. <laughs> Oh, it's because Andrew's old. That's that's where we're going with that. Brittany actually asked me how old was old according to this podcast because the way we talk, she couldn't decide if he was like fifty or like forty. Like she couldn't, <laughs> she couldn't tell. In mind or body, I think that's the big question. That's I mean good, both. That's a really really good question. <laughs> I mean, did he need a wheelchair to get around Disney and Universal? I wouldn't know. I didn't hang out with him while we were there. He completely abandoned me the entire time we are at Disney World. Moving on. Number <laughs> eight. Moving on to number eight. Eight. Uh, it's EVDV BNB. Down two spots from the week before with a record of six and six. Henry Fifth's Redcoats is his next opponent. He's a 16.7 point favorite. Hey, Cody. Remember the days when you were leading the division and everything was looking up for you and you know you had that outside chance that you could have taken over the lead of the entire league and walked away with fifty dollars seems like only yesterday doesn't it 
seems like I hear, three I hear Cody ago. laughing and or no, Chelsea laughing in the background. <laughs> she's not even she can't even hear you. I don't even know what she's laughing. I, at. I, I just want to think that she's laughing. At you. <laughs> Instinctively knows we're making fun of you. <laughs> right. She would be. She would be laughing. You can just sense it. But all I have to say is that was a fluke from from Lamar Jackson, right? Throwing four interceptions in one game. Man, that's just impressive. I mean, Surprising, surprisingly, another fluke occurred on your roster, and that's OBJ actually did something for you for once. But now the question is, can he do it, do it twice? Aaron Jones looked like he should be should have taken the week off, and next week he will as he's on by. The litmus test for the remainder of your season is Aaron Jones. So hopefully he can come back and not actually be a dud for once at the end, the final stretch of the regular season. Considering that I made that stupid Aaron Jones trade with you last year and it <laughs> burned me. I mean, I don't know why they didn't sit Aaron Jones with a bye week coming up. I mean, I know they wanted to beat the Rams, but they didn't really need him to beat the Rams. Ah, that's a bold statement. <laughs> I mean, Cody, you're better than Andy, so it's not all lost, you know? Yeah, I guess. You are in the playoffs. Yeah. Whatever that's worth. Yeah, listen, look at you're in the playoffs. It's gonna be fine. For now. Just watch out for Faith. She's sneaky. I mean, she is sneaky. You got you're you've got a bye week. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. I think I think you need to start believing in yourself, Cody. Should we talk I mean, about on this podcast? When you have such terrible, terrible games like I had the previous two weeks before this one. It's hard to believe in yourself. You're like, oh, maybe this was just a fluke that I scored 90 points. Maybe it was a reverse fluke for Lamar Jackson. So are we, we're gonna are need we shifting to, start... to a Benet Brown kind of podcast? A little bit. We're going to need yeah. you to start manifesting, Cody. You're going to have to start tapping, getting all the shit out of your body. It's going to be fine. We'll Just work start on tapping, it. Cody. Luckily, all I have to do is pet this this little kitty right here. He's it's your emotional support kitty. Yeah, he's always right. He's so precious. That's escapism, Cody, and that's helping no one. <laughs> I also have some chips Except and Griff. That's helping Griff. Which is helping me. Queso therapy always helps. <laughs> or chips and queso. One is a lot cheaper than the other. I, again, mm. I think that you just need to have, have faith and I think you're you're gonna you're gonna make it through. And I think you could be a sleeper in the playoffs. I mean, I went from the number two seed to the number eight seed in like the span of two weeks. <laughs> This is the craziest. Our entire league this year is like the AFC, where like everybody's two games out of the league or out of number one the entire time. Well, out of number two. I mean, except for Lauren. So yeah. <laughs> out of the number two spot. Well, yeah. Besides that, everybody else is like seven and five or six and six. Yeah. Speaking of six and six, should we talk about number seven? <laughs> no, should we? I don't know. Do I want to? Sure. Seven. Seven. A dot Han, A dot Han. Oh, okay. Down three spots from the week before with a record of six and six. He plays C for effort this week and is actually a 1.9 point underdog. An unexpected loss to your humble commissioner has ADH, ADH praying that this is not the start of another losing streak. In the most critical stretch of the season, Tom Brady played like crap, but was bailed out by Leonard Fournette. This meant Mike Evans also played like crap and was nowhere to be found. Miles Gaskin seems to be doing all right, but is, to put it mildly, streaky at best. Also, it was announced that Ezekiel Elliott's workload might be managed in the final stretch of the season, which will be probably a detriment to his fantasy owner, ADH-ADH. I'm just feeling good about the win. That's all I have to say. I mean, you should. Again, you needed it, and... Disney really worked for you. There's something magical about that castle. Um, so I licked it and I just. Mm. Yeah, you were going to give us a progress update. So like, did you do anything magical in Disney to make sure that this would happen for you? I I mean, I walked down Main Street. Okay. Um, I rode Rise of the Resistance. I talked to Kylo Ren. Oh, you said you were going to do that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he, he informed me that my lineup was on the right path, which from his words, I was concerned because, you know, he's not necessarily on the good side of things, um, but, you know, 
it seems to be working for me now. He comes around at the end. He told me to channel my feelings and to let let the feelings flow through and help me make decisions that way. And um, that's kind of where I'm going. That's, I think, how I'll try to round out the last couple of weeks of the season, just using Kylo's advice. You didn't ask Aladdin for help? He was nowhere to be found. Mm. Probably, didn't you uh, decide that Gaston would have a lot to say about fantasy football? <laughs> also nowhere to be found. I visited his tavern and everything, and he wasn't there. Weird. Yeah, he does. He does use de- uh, antlers in all of his decorating. I bet if we had a fantasy like Disney character draft because of his chadness, Faith would pick Gaston. Oh, a hundred percent. Gaston is a hundred percent on the battalion kick. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a question. He's the king of the chads. Um, uh, I don't really writer know. from Tangled would also be on the Chad team. Yes, yes, he would. I mean, I don't really have that much to say about Adon Han. Um, team, sorry, Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady. I mean, but not really. I mean, I'm saying this, you know, as an impartial observer of sure, this sure, matchup, sure, sure, sure. and I hope he loses. <laughs> totally impartial. Yeah, don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, okay, C for effort aside. <laughs> It benefits me as EBDB BNB for him to lose more than it benefits me for him to win and me to win. So regardless of my stake in C for effort, he needs mm-hmm. to lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean your division is crazy, and I just I love I love the final matchups of the like of the season too because. Just makes things so much more delicious. I love whoever designed this schedule. It it is a lot of fun with a lot of like back end being league or uh, division matchups. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not stressful at all. <laughs> the only place it's not stressful is my division, where it's already a foregone conclusion. It's pretty much decided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, should we talk about number six? Six. Six. C for effort. Off the two spots from the week before with a record of seven and five. She plays ADH ADH this week and is a 1.9 point favorite. I'm going to be honest. I have slept on this team all year long. And all it took was a little nudge from her ranking, a little nudge about her ranking as I was basking in the glow of a Broncos win on Sunday to realize it. I may have messed things up. This now divisional leader doesn't just get by on sheer points alone. No, no. She relies on a little thing called luck as well. Yep. With the lowest amount of points for, for a playoff team by over a hundred points and the lowest amount of points against in the league. It's nothing but sheer determination and fantasy God intervention that this team inches their way closer to securing a postseason hangout sesh with seven other lucky teams. <clears throat> I'm here for it. She deserves this. Okay. I mean it. I, I'm really proud of her. And Cody, I guess. <laughs> Cody, please tell the audience how clo- how closely you have watched this team. I watch it very closely. All of the good decisions are hers. Mm. By and large, because <laughs> I'll look at something in the morning on Sunday and I'll be like, ah, oh, this is fine. And then I'll come home from work and she goes, I changed this and this and this. And it got me 40 extra points. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm an idiot. <laughs> you and me both, Cody, just living in the shadow of our wives' fantasy football dominance. Right. There's a pattern in this league. Well, but it's going to be a struggle with Aaron Rodgers and Nick Chubb out. Yeah. Cody, um, is it is it time next season to maybe remove the training wheels from her and uh, maybe take your name off of said uh, ownership? Allow her to fly? Allow her to fly on her own? Maybe. Depends on how much she wants to be interested. <laughs> because some days she's like, I don't want to be here. And then other days she's like, this is so much fun. <laughs> I feel like that's general consensus of everybody on the league. Just completely depends on how things are going. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. 
we're not competitive at all. Nope, not even a little bit. All right, number five. Five. Cinco. The good team. Up to uh, up four spots from the week before with a record of six and six. He plays Constantinople Crusaders and is a 34-point favorite. Hey, he broke 100 points for the first time in four weeks and gave one of the biggest doubters in his life a big fat L to their record. Serious questions remain for this team, however, and his playoff life is seemingly tenuous at best. When is Dallas Goddard going to go dirt more points? Alex Collins is a walking dumpster fire of a flex. Who gets to start there instead? Is Antonio Brown actually going to return anytime soon? Can the good team recover from the loss of AJ Brown, who will be out until week 15? All these questions have yet to be remained answered. Stay tuned. I want to score 25 points for my defense. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty great. I'm upset about that. If it wouldn't have been for that, if it would have been like a normal defensive performance, yeah, I would have won. Uh-huh. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, who's to say? Who's to say, honestly? When <laughs> when you barely break 100 points, I think Kyle scored 108 points. Uh, and your your defense scores you 20 of that. Things are precarious. Yeah. I mean, he got half a point from Dallas Goddard, 1.2 points from Alex Collins. Like, the only people that performed on his team were Josh Allen, Devontae Adams, and Michael – nope, Darrell Henderson. So, if it would not have been for the Dolphins' defense, it would have been a much closer matchup. That was a painful game to watch, too. Oh, God, that was a painful game. So, you know, well-earned, but also painful, painful <laughs> to be at a bar watching that game. Um, welcome to the 6-6 six and six Club, Kyle. 6-6, six and six, it's a good You're way a good to live. Team. How many teams are 6-6? Six and six? Like, are there six of them? One, so, two, perfect. three, four, five. 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 There are five oh, teams yeah. that are 6-6. and six. That's disappointing. Do better, Tim. <laughs> should we talk about number four 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 a hundred percent dat bitch up one spot from the week before with a record of six and six she gets to play the denver goo goo doll and is a sorry 6.2 point underdog i wrote a favorite in there but um it's definitely you're an underdog. I remember looking. A loss against points and spots is to be expected. But hopefully this foregone conclusion will result in the return of Alvin Kamara next week and get 100% that bitch back to winning ways. Unfortunately, it sounds like Debo Samuel is set to miss some time as he recovers from a groin injury. This will artificially make these last two weeks of her season look like a struggle. But make no mistake, Debo will be back in time for the playoffs. This team is dangerous when they are all healthy, but the question remains, will they all be healthy in time for the first round? Can someone tell me? No. You will no. have to pray to the fantasy gods. Light a candle. Really Light a candle. Smoke, smoke a crystal. No, wait. Stroke wait. a crystal. <laughs> smoke crystal? No, that's not going to help. You can do that too if you want to do that. That's not nope. how that works. I'm not going to stop you. Ugh. Align yeah. your chakras. I don't know. Yeah, that would be great. It would be it would be great to have some of my number one players back. Some. I don't even have to have all of them. I'll just take some. Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I'm honestly shocked that I'm this high on the list. I think I think Alvin Kamara comes back, so I think you're going to be okay. <sighs> Emily, we can trade places if you want. I mean, I I changed my quarterback. That was a gamble for me, and I'm glad that off. I did. Yeah, I mean, it didn't not pay off. Emily, I do think it's time for us to talk about your codependent relationship with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I know. I, I, I feel like you're hurting each other. Yeah. Just as much as you're helping each other. And I, I think it's important for you to seek out other help. Is this my intervention? 
Yes, this is your this is your Tannehill intervention. Okay, um, Cody, is there it's time to roll down that hill? Is there anything you'd like to say before I I respond? I mean, yeah, he's kind of right. You could cut Tannehill for other players. <laughs> okay. I, cool. I mean, listen, you don't even have to be you don't have to keep going steady with a quarterback either. You can you can handle the Tyrod Taylor approach every week just look for that quarterback that you think mm -hmm. is like hot shit every week and just throw him into your lineup as quickly as possible look like daniel jones this week is playing miami maybe don't get him uh, as a next train in his day-to-day -day, but yeah general <laughs> principle applies yes deshaun watson still exists um don't get him either he's uh, a sexual predator and not playing at all this season you could flip a coin between Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, to be honest. You could go either way there. Probably go with Jimmy G, but yeah, no, no, you're right. Trevor Lawrence is available. He's playing against the 12th ranked team. He and likes garbage time. So if you like rum rummaging around in dumpsters. Mac uh, Jones is getting in his stride. Mac Jones is actually a, probably an okay fantasy option. Ben Roethlisberger still has legs. Definitely don't go with Ben Roethlisberger. He hasn't scored over 10 points in like five weeks. Okay. Here's the thing. I have, I have had a sense of loyalty to my quarterback and I understand that it's, we run our course. It's, it's hurting you. And that's, I think we're most, we're very concerned about your, your well being here in the final stretch of the season. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, um, I am thankful for this intervention and I will um, reflect. What did they say on intervention? I will accept this help. I will go to, I will, I will go to treatment and I will replace my quarterback. What? <laughs> <laughs> in the postseason credits, this is going to say Emily did not replace her quarterback in week 13. I will know. Emily started off strong by replacing your quarterback in week 12 only to be resulting in having him start in week 13 and 14 and ultimately getting kicked out of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was a long <laughs> shot that I was going to win the Beyonce bowl. Um, Lauren is just queen B. I bow. Fair. Um, I want, I want Brittany in the chat to explain in a five paragraph essay. Oh no, that's too much why she thinks she's going to beat Emily this week. How about instead of five paragraphs, we just make it five simple and sweet bullet points. Deal. I mean, she's not, just to be clear, she will not hold back. I mean, and I know that Jordan is very torn this week in terms of who he wants to win. So we'll see what happens. You know, it's also torn on Jordan, his hand. It's broken. That's been torn in half. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. Should we talk about number three? Three. Three. Goofy's Gridiron Giants. I knew that was coming. Up four spots from the week before with a record of seven and five. He plays points and spots this week and is a 19.5 point favorite. Justin Jefferson has made a nice addition and has stopped the bleeding for my team while also securing a spot in the postseason. It was a steep price to pay giving up Matthew Stafford, but it was necessary to replenish my wide receiver core. Pat Firemouth, Fri Pat Firemouth filled in nicely. Yeah, Firemouth filled in nicely at tight end while Kelsey was on bye week. And Rogan Finger be damned as Elijah Mitchell dominated the Vikings. Maybe Jordan could take a lesson or two from Elijah Mitchell. Uh, some are calling him the best waiver wire out of the season, by the way, that Elijah Mitchell character. I just, I just have to ask, can Kyler Murray please come back anytime now? Please, please, I beg you. I would like the one player I traded for this season with faith to return to my starting lineup for the first time since I've got him. But um, anyway, yes, I am the second team to magically qualify for the play. I am. 100% in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I have to say it feels good. Mm -hmm. I no longer have to worry about how things go with Kyle or or uh, Lauren this week. And so a lot of weight from these shoulders right here. Lifted, gone, completely gone. I know you guys don't know what it feels like, but um, I just say feelings, feelings nice. Feelings really nice.
Are things tense in your household right now, knowing that you're going up against each other this week and you're the only team that has defeated her? Listen, when when two playoff teams that have, that are coming together before the playoffs even started, this is more of like a, a scrimmage, like, you know, a fun time. We get together. We, we, we play with two footballs sometimes. We we allow those third stringers that just we signed as un, un, um, unsigned free agents to come on our roster try it out for a week just so that they get that that street cred that you know those reels of tape that they can sell on in years past they can tell their grandkids about that one time that they played for points and spots or goofy's red iron giants we we do that for the community and we're, we're just really excited to have this community game right before we head into the postseason but thank you for your question so glad you're back <laughs> cody I mean, you might as well not even like bother looking at your lineup until next Tuesday. <clears throat> next Tuesday. So is this a bye week? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but in the opposite way. I mean, he's going to lose. That hurts. Considering I'm the only one to know what it's like to defeat points and spots. Yeah, that doesn't mean you can do it twice. <laughs> America didn't beat Britain twice. We lost the War of 1812, okay? <laughs> It's not what they teach you in history class. Last time I last time I read about the war eighteen twelve, I saw we won. We might have lost a house or two, but at the end of the day, we're including a big white one. These colors don't run. Happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, hold on. Should we move on to number two? Number two. Hold on. Just number three again. Goofy's Grand Iron Giants in the postseason. Okay, now now we can move on to number two. Wait, before we do that, Cody, you want to guess who it's going to be? Who's left? Come on. <laughs> should I ruin it for him or should we let Tyler ruin it for him? Go for it, Tyler. No, yeah, it's it's all you, HBIC. No. Give us, give us number I have, two. I have some things to say about this team, so I'll mm. let you go and then I'll okay. go off. Do you, want me to, do you want me to stop after I do the stats and let you rent and then I can wrap up or do you want me to go and then you can wrap up flow. Okay. Flow. Got it. Footy salute up one spot from the week before with a record of six and six. He plays battalion giga Chad and is a 34.1 point favorite after making eyes at Matthew Stafford all season long, like an awkward ninth grader at homecoming footy salute finally made a move and improved his team by solidifying the QB position. He did lose one of his best wide receivers, but his depth to fill in, but he has depth to fill in that hole, especially considering Cream Hunt is returning from injury. And he also has an additional bench, bench spot just sitting there and available to one lucky free agent that might be able to ride this train for as long as it's going into the playoffs. Okay, Emily. Very please. serious question. The floor is yours. Very serious question. Sure. Is he paying you off in coffee and or tequila? One of those things Tyler doesn't drink. I mean, the he is always in your top three. So I'm not saying that there's collusion, but I'm saying something is fishy. Why, why do you think that he does not deserve to be in the top three? I mean, I'm just cranky that he doesn't respond to me anymore. We haven't had tequila. I think, I think he just feels like he's in a good place. And I, I don't know if he wants to mess with that vibe with someone that might may or may not be cursed. I'm just really upset that he is number one in my division right now, because otherwise we could have had all ladies as heads of their divisions going in through the end, but I'm still coming for him. Two weeks I just, left. I want to go over. His points, he has scored over 120 points every week since week six, except for <laughs> once. Okay. This man, this man knows what he's doing and he waited until week six to start doing it. I mean, I'm not that far behind him in points. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I'm coming for you, Eric. Okay. Come for him. Yep. Plenty of time. You only only two weeks left. Ace, Ace, what do you have to say about that? 
Cody's, Cody's hair is out of control for those <laughs> that can't see the we've, camera. We reached that night. That point, that point night. Night. Um, I don't know. I think he's got he's got a really like deep team. Most most everybody is a top ten player, and I don't know how that happened, but he's he's going to be hard to deal with in the end of the season. And if another new person wins this league again, I might have to take a year off so I can be the new person after that. <laughs> I like the logic. I think that makes I like sense. The strategy. Look, it's like it's a chance. Every week we're we're just gambling with players. That's all we're doing. So it doesn't really matter who we put where, who does what, who performs how. It's just gambling. So luck of the draw every week and he just happens to get extra lucky. Yeah. Eric's lucky, dude. He gets more lucky the more tequila he gives me. Oh, hi. Are you, wait, everybody. rewind that, rewind no, that. No, I heard that. Did There's bribes. <laughs> There's bribes. Did you just admit the bribe, Tyler? No, I, w- I wish I got tequila from Eric. Chi-Chi, you're here for the number one. Is it me? No. No. no, oh. no. It's, no it's never any of us. Don't worry. <laughs> Should we, should we reveal number one while Chi-Chi's in the room? Let's do it. Number one. It's points and spots, obviously. Whoop, whoop. In the same spot as she has been basically all season. Uh, with a record of 11-1, and one, she plays Goofy's Gridiron Giants this weekend as a 19.5-point underdog. Our trip to Disney last week was really in order to celebrate Lauren's achievement of winning the regular season pot in this league for the second straight year. As we have stated several times, but it bears repeating. This is Lauren's league, and we are all just allowed to be here. What will Lauren do with her newfound $50? It is hard to say, but I am sure it'll only heighten her sense of luxury. Maybe a big gold chain is in order, or one of those fancy rings players get to wear when they win the Super Bowl. Just spitballing some ideas out there. Congratulations, Lauren. Congratulations, Lauren. I think everyone should type into the chat what they think she should spend her 50 bucks on. Mm. Absolutely. Let's hear. What are your ideas for spending Lauren's $50? Mm-hmm. And congratulations on winning the Beyonce Bowl. <laughs> oh, I didn't have a bowl name. I was going to wait to see if you had a bowl name or not, but it seems like you were more concerned about your scrimmage and talking about yourself and, you know forgot about it i did i will say that uh the game i'm watching although uh, i'm okay i got two games i'm watching this week i mean you're watching all of them we're all watching all of them true to be fair yeah i'm watching all of them the two games i'm most interested in watching okay all the other ones go on back burner the first one is footy salute versus battalion giga chad because i don't think at the writing of this battalion giga chad had not set her lineup so that 34 points is not not necessarily accurate to what the level of her team is going to be mm-hmm. um and she has three starters coming back and we could be we could be witnessing witnessing a full faith revival here uh in the battle of the north um which would stomp down the footy salute the yeah. second game i'm very interested in watching is the c for effort versus adh adh matchup because that game is way closer than anybody would anticipate it being. It's tight. <laughs> only only two points separate this team going into the weeks. So it should be fun. I agree with your games of the week, but what, what's the bowl of the week? Yeah. Uh, wow, you really phoned this one in coming back from vacation, huh? I did. <laughs> it's definitely a case of vacation brain. Cody, what do you think? What's the bowl? Yeah, what's the bowl of the week? Um, wait, what's can we make a reference to the uh, Key and Peel skit here? What are the divisions? Is it the East West Bowl? No, it's not. No, it's divisional. Sure. It's a divisional uh, opponents that everybody's playing. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, but like you have a, like the Northern Division has potential to be decided here, and the Eastern Division has p- potential to be decided. So you're watching the top teams in both of those divisions. Mm. Um, I do want to, there's, I don't know. Do you, do we actually have a bowl name? I, I forgot. So the Kanye I just, bowl. 
because his kid's name is Northwest, and those are the two. <laughs> I love it. I do want to play a quick, a quick game before we I sign think off. That we should call uh, the C for effort Nate on Han game the Kanye. The Kanye Bowl. The Kanye Bowl. There. Yeah, because the North is decided. We've already said it's on lock, and the two That's teams true. are already set. So I think that North, the North division is not decided. What are you talking about? Hold on. I'm sorry, East. Okay. East. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. North. Yeah. Which is a good segue into the game I'd like to play. Okay. Uh, the the game is final standings, everybody. So we'll start in the West, where we have C for Effort sitting with a record of 7 and 5. A.Han, A.Han sitting with a record of 6 and 6. EBDB, B and B in third with a record of 6 and 6. And sneaking well within 2% chance of making the playoffs is Henry Fifth's Redcoats. Now, we know Henry Fifth's Redcoats cannot win the division, so we can just ignore them for now, just like he's ignored his fantasy roster all season long. And so we'll just talk about the three remaining teams. Which one of those three teams, Emily, mm -hmm. do you think is going to win the division? C for effort. Wow. <laughs> In ladies, we trust. I mean, if I get a second pick, I would put Cody behind her, but C for effort. All right. Okay. Interesting. So. Cody, just, would he, or does Cody get to pick for him? I'll let Cody pick, but I mean, let's just, Cody, let's, let's try to, let's keep your biases out of this conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, we, we all have biases. What do you mean? Keep your biases out of these conversations. This is pure bias. Well, so. This is where it gets tricky because if she loses this week to Alex mm -hmm. and I beat Andrew, then all three of us still have the same record. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then it's even more complicated. Andrew cannot do any better than like five and nine at that point. No. Um, whoever plays Andrew is probably going to win that week. So it's going to come down to who can win between me and Chelsea. And if, if Andrew beats Chelsea this week, it's going to be Andrew first and then flip a coin for me and Alex. Chelsea. And then, or not Andrew, Alex first, flip a coin for me and Chelsea. And then Andrew. I will quickly Here's point out that the tiebreaker is points four. Okay, so then it'll be me. <laughs> and A.Han, A.Han is the one that has the most points for in your division right now. Yeah. But only by 40 points. So. But that that last game of the season where Andrew plays Alex, like I don't I don't think Andrew's gonna win that anyway. So I don't know. That's a good rivalry. Like Andrew Andrew's gonna come out for blood in that game, and I feel like he probably won't win, but it, it'll still be an interesting one worth to watch. It'll be fun to watch, but I, there's going to be a lot of trash talk, I feel like. But Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I would say I've doubted C for efforts for so long. I just – I'm going to have to throw – I'm going to throw my hat in a ring for C for effort to, like, wrap this up and call it a W. I mean, I feel like if she if she gets past A.Han, A.Han – like things are looking good for her, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really going to come down to that final week between Cody and Chelsea, which for those of you that were in our fantasy hockey league <laughs> will be very familiar with this situation because the same exact fucking thing happened in hockey. Mm -hmm. And hopefully a certain manager does not try to throw his game. <laughs> no, either way. It, well, okay. So if if I win, if EBDB BNB wins, I get to keep some of the money in like, you know, like if I go all the way and win, like if I win the division and then win the league. But if Chelsea wins, I don't get to see any of the money. So either way, you know, I'm not going to throw anything is what I'm trying to say. Good to know. Fair, fair. All right, let's move to the north where we have footy salute number one with a six and six record. Uh, with 13, 1,376, 77 points for him, followed by 
100% that bitch with another 6 and 6 record with 1323 points mm-hmm. behind her for those of you keeping score at home that's about a 53 point gap and then in final in the in the not so sneaky third place is battalion giga chad with 1291 points to her name and also you know that's not too far i would say that that's out of the question to get to footy salute level but it's not too far out of the question to get to the 100 percent that bitch level um cody i'll ask you first who do you think wins this division I think it's gonna be Eric. I'm sorry, Emily. Wow, rude. I think I think the division is gonna stay as it stands now. I think okay. records might be different. Like even if you know you both end up with the same record, I still think he's right. gonna run on top because he has more points. A, mm-hmm. but I think it's gonna stay pretty much like it is. It really comes down to so faith. Unfortunately, because Faith is in third, she also has the worst of the remaining schedule. She has to play both both Emily and uh, Eric. So she's really in control of her own destiny. But at the same time, she cannot she cannot lose. If she loses, the, this division is she's out. I mean, she's out of winning the division and her playoff chances become extremely unlikely. Um but at the same time, you know, you got to give give her a little credit. Like she's she's hanging in there and she's got three players uh, that are coming back that artificially have made her team not look so great the last couple of weeks. Um or sorry, this last week. But just keep in mind, she scored 144 points for herself in week 11 when all of her players were back and healthy. And when only one of them were out in week 10, she scored 123 points by herself. So it is not out of the realm of possibility that she puts up big numbers in these last two weeks and uh, squashes some would-be foes. I mean, if she was in the West point-wise, she'd be doing pretty good. I'm going to go – yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm going to go Team Chaos here. I'm going to say Faith. Faith pulls out – I'm going to say Faith pulls it out. She somehow figures out a way to get up there. But that also means that Brittany somehow sneaks in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That that is the tricky part. I don't know if Brittany can do that. So, but Faith, I got faith in you, girl. I I, I think that you might have a chance of winning this division. Cuz no one expects the Battalion Giga Chad. <laughs> Just like no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. I have nothing um, to say to either of you. For not picking me to win. So I think you do. You just, you're just on nice things. No, I've got nothing to say. <laughs> no, please. The floor is yours. Nope. Why do you think Eric is going to win, Emily? I don't think Eric is going to win. Who do you think is going to win? I think I'm going to win. I'm not that far behind him in points. And I think um, I have a decent shot at it. And I'm going to manifest that for myself. Cody, take note. Are you tapping? Yeah, I'm going to tap, tap, tap in. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I see it. I see the crown. Mm-hmm. I see the throne, the whole situation. Listen, the Queen of the North needs some adversity in her life, okay? That's why we picked against you. Yeah. We can't that's just let you true. waltz right up into the crown. That's not, I mean, that's just not fair for anybody. So take that adversity, put it right here in your heart, and just prepare for these last two weeks because it's an uphill, it's going to be a battle for you. Bring it. All right. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. You're not even doing the East because we already know. We already know who won this. We don't need to play that game. (laughs) I mean, really, though, unless if Tyler drops both games and Kyle wins both games, it's not changing, really. So, because, yeah, Kyle, was it two weeks ago that he lost? Mm hmm. Yeah, he needed to keep pace with me. I mean, he <clears throat> his uh, point total, I guess, I don't know. It's close. If if I have a bad game, he could jump up there. But 
I don't know. It's going to be hard for, like, even if you end up with the same record, I think 60 points is going to be hard to, like, bridge a gap to beat you. He basically has to beat me by 30 points. In yeah. Brief, and that's, that's, that's not, not <clears throat> possible. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's why we did not play the East. Him and Chelsea, though, are tied for second fewest moves throughout the season. Indeed. So there's that. And I am I am in first by oh, almost what? 20 moves. Where <laughs> do you even see that? It's in the season stats at the bottom. If you're on like a, the desktop. The computer. Like, oh, the computer. The desktop. I'm like, I can't see that. Yeah. I feel like, Tyler, I feel like you and I are like consistently the two highest points or moves totals every season. And Lauren like made a fuck ton of moves this year. She's made a bunch, and Andrew's made a bunch. Those are the only two ahead of me besides you. <laughs> I, there, there's a reason why I'm at 42, but I'm not going to give away why until after the season's over. Okay. Stay tuned. So, stay <laughs> tuned. But, all right. Well, <clears throat> anybody else have anything last-minute notes they'd like to say before we sign out, get out of here? This is the... <laughs> post power ranking uh laundry list if anybody would like to have anything to say um the beastmaster sorry the beastmaster ha has a a beast planned for uh thursday or whenever andrew publishes the podcast and it's he's he, it's a pretty magnificent creature so. i told you to not take keep that picture of me Cody. Uh, set your lineups stay hydrated I'll do one of those two things. All right. Well, it's been fun. Until next time, and always in servitude, your humble commissioner, who has qu finally clinched his playoff spot. See you next week. Cheers. Later. Later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye -bye.